Welcome to another episode of the Ignition Block Podcast. I'm Nolan. I'm Matt. And on this episode, we're on the road and covering all the chaos of Car Week 2018. Alright, so we are on the road, currently leaving Monterey after a chaotic week. Four days. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure it's kind of loud in here, but hopefully you guys can hear some of what we're saying. Um, uh, yeah, so where do we start? Uh, I guess we'll start on the way out there. So the first event had us come out a little earlier than we normally do to car week is the Lamborghini party. So the first thing we did was the Lamborghini event for the Aventador SVJ. SVJ, the Jota. <laughs> um, so yeah, they've been teasing. Uh, we've seen pictures of that car, but hadn't seen them in person yet. Saw the saw the lap, lap record video. Yep, we knew it was going to be the new king of the ring, but haven't seen it in person yet. So yeah, they had it like when we first got there. We got there super early. Yeah, because uh, we got into town. Traffic's a nightmare for car week. Nobody talks about how terrible that is. It's the worst. Uh, Monterey, for those who aren't familiar, in the whole area is like really nice, but it's like two roads anywhere um so we first tried to get our like passes like media passes and stuff we had to pick them up like right out in the middle of, of nowhere at a school we sat in traffic for like two hours yeah um finally got there like 10 minutes late and everyone had packed up so that was sweet two hours of nothing yep two hours for nothing so we decided to head early to the Lamborghini event uh which was kind of nice though because we got to sit with the uh, good old Johnny Lieberman we did so, uh, caught up with Johnny Lieberman, um, he was, like, the only, like, journalist on the shuttle with us, because we were so early, we were, like, 25, 30 minutes early to the Lamborghini event, um, and it was good, because we got to see the car early, they hadn't even covered it yet, so we got some good pictures before I even got there, yep, uh, it was in that white color, the 63 edition, I think it was, yep, because that's the year that, um, something... Okay. It's the first year of Lamborghini that Lamborghini was created. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it was. So they marked that. They're only going to make 63 of those. And, uh, the car looks good in person. Some people say it looks like kind of crazy, like a Mansory, but I don't think it's I don't think it's that bad. Yeah, I was expecting it to be a little crazier, though, for being a special lap record holder at the Nürburgring. Like, the GT2 RS is pretty track-ready. Like, this didn't seem like it was very tracky no. to me. But, yeah, and I can't imagine... Like, I even whispered to Johnny when they're, Lieberman, when they're doing it out, it's like, which would be more terrifying to do the lap record in. He's like, oh, for oh, sure, this is Lamborghini for sure. It's huge. I mean, it's got a lot of power. It's naturally aspirated, 790, something like that. Yeah. Somewhere around the high 700s. Um, but yeah, it's like, a, has a, the wing is kind of interesting, but the rest of the hood kind of, yeah, the, wings, the wing looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like bananas. Yeah, so, I mean, it looked good. Uh, Lambo party was good. We had a th- yeah, it was cool. Um, Lieberman introduced us to uh, Jay Ward, which is really cool. Yep. He's a super cool guy. Um, he does some producing and has done, like, Pixar stuff for years, Ratatouille, and, uh, more importantly, Cars. He's a huge car guy. Um, it was super approachable, super nice to talk to. Yeah, very nice. Um, it was, like, just very friendly, and it was nice to sit and talk to him, get to meet him. Um, no one else really at the Lamborghini event. Though. Oh, we had Shmi. We saw Shmi. Yep, Shmi was doing Shmi stuff. Trying to get some video of Shmi, but he was running around doing Shmi things. Yep, Shmi had his camera out talking to himself. Yep. Um, that guy's a Shmi. 
Yeah, so educate the legend. Yeah, um, that was actually the first time I met John, Johnny Lieberman too. He was he was really cool too. Yeah, so I mean, it was nice to get to talk to him because he had the Ferrari GT4 Lusa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's talking to us about that, the V8 one. He actually really liked the V8 in that, so um, that was good to talk to him. Uh, so let's see, next day. So that was our only party and event that first night. That was on Thursday. Then we went um, two in the morning. We went to the Quail. Friday morning was the Quail. Yep. Quail for the first time, and honestly, I think it's the best event. That was the best event of the entire weekend. Uh, for Car Week, I that that's the reason to go alone. Yeah, I was happy to get passes this year. Uh, it's really cool. Like I said, we're in for media, but I had no idea like just the kind of what kind of event it was. Like, I know it's twenty five hundred dollars a ticket to go to this the Quail event, but when you walk in, they have these arches. They have an arch where you kind of stand there. You know, everyone waits to get in. Media is allowed in a couple hours early. So we were already in there, and you see this kind of big arches that like makes it look really impressive. And yeah. there's like a, a student band or something that yeah, was there. Like, yeah. So the student band, the marching like, band. Yeah, student band plays, uh, and like they let everyone in. They like hand you champagne as soon as you walk in. It's kind of like the music's playing, and it's just like really cool, like very classy. Yeah, if you're gonna pay that money, like you know, you want that kind of experience. Something. This is it. Yeah. Um, and so it's like. It's really unique. They had like five different tents with different cuisine. Yep. And it was sponsored by a camera what hotel chain? Waldorf or no, uh, maybe maybe Waldorf. Yeah. yeah. So they had different themes based on like where their hotels are around the world. Um, for the food. It's like American, Hong Kong. Yeah, they had like ton ton of stuff that we didn't really partake in because we had to leave early, but it was oysters and yeah. they had like you know, sushi and dim sum, and they had, like everything. So, and all of it's free, all free, you know, booze, free food. Um, yeah, there was champagne booths everywhere, bars everywhere, um, and then of course the cars. Of course, course. but the, the displays for the cars I think were a lot better than even the Pebble Beach concourse. Oh, I think so too. Yeah, um, each manufacturer had their own little like area, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so some of the highlights from that, for me at least, that the McLaren Senna, like GT, yeah, for sure. Which I think was, I think it looks a lot, but the looks are kind of crazy. But I think when you turn it into an all-out race car, it kind of makes oh, more sense. Perfect, yeah. So that thing was pretty stunning. Um, what else they had there? They had the Rolls Royce Cullinan, which I kind of good Cullinan. to see. Yeah, that was cool to see. I've never, seen, I hadn't seen one of those in real life yet, so that was cool. So cool to look at that. And then they also had a Rolls Royce presentation for a Michael Fuchs yep. Phantom, Phantom, Phantom Eight. Yeah, which I think is stunning again. Like. We were there last year, and he did his uh, 720S. Yeah, and he did his what? What was that? Rolls Royce Wraith. I think it was the Don. Don. Yeah, yeah Don. Don. So he did a Don with a purple top, purple exterior with a white interior. Yeah, and then the 720 was the same. It was a fuchsia, fuchsia with the white interior. So this year he did kind of the opposite, which was a white uh, Phantom with a fuchsia. Purple, purple interior, interior which it is, was very cool in person it like it's just so stunning that color yeah that purple is so bright on the inside it looks really cool um so that was really nice to see I always like seeing his cars and they keep getting better and better yeah I think so too except for the the center was cool his center but I don't like those chrome wheels yeah that's right his that center, was there his green center was there but yeah it has the chrome wheels which I would take off yeah we always say like Fuchs wheels choice is kind of rough um, yeah they're kind of interesting but when you have that much money, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, I guess. Uh, what other weird cars were the 12 that you liked? Um, I like the Singer DLS. 
Oh, yes. That was really cool to see in person. Yeah, the engine on display, yeah. like, separate from the car. Yeah. We didn't we didn't see it, but the Gunther Works uh, booth looked really cool. Yeah. It had the full carbon fiber body out. Mm-hmm. Um, Saw all the Zondas. Yeah, all, all, the, all the Paganis were really cool. Yeah. It was like the most Paganis I've ever seen in one spot. Yeah. That was really cool. Uh, what else did we see? There was the uh, roof, roof. Oh, the roof of the Porsches. Yeah, all the roofs. All the roofs. All yeah, the roofs. they were great. It was cool to see that many roofs in one spot as well. What is the one, the like boxer one? The, uh, uh, CTR3. CTR. Yeah, yeah. That, they had two of those. A black one crazy. with red and uh, kind of like green interior. Yeah. Yeah. It was like awesome looking. So, Oh, then there was that like flat army green one. Yeah, that was green crazy. wheels. Yeah. So. Uh, I think those are pretty sweet. I've never seen like yeah, I've never one. seen that in real life. So it was cool to see that many of them. Uh, what else is there? All the Ferraris were amazing. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, just like the the amount of money these Ferraris were worth was just incredible. Yeah, to have them all just sitting out there yeah. at the golf course. Yeah. Um, I think who we didn't see any celebrity. We just they had, it's cool to see. Uh, so Jay Ward walked up to us. Yeah. And recognized us from the night before and said hi and like that was very cool. Which is pretty awesome. So we're kind of friends now with Jay Ward. Yeah, that's that's great. Uh, that was like the highlight of my day. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the Audi, the Audi concept, the kind of oh, like yeah. hatchback, yeah. brake looking thing was kind of cool. That was there, and they unveiled another SVJ there. They had the lime green yeah, Getty SVJ, and both of them like it's cool because the SVJs both were kind of that like non gloss metallic, yeah, like the pearl white at the party, and then the green from the press shots in person. So they look really good. Um, we really liked the Urus. They had a couple good Urus. That was really, yeah, they were great. That a really blue cool. with a red, uh, blue exterior and red interior. Yeah. I think it's a quail, which is pretty awesome. Um, we got to sit in one at the party. That was really nice. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So we had all that. So yeah, the quail was awesome. I literally would have stayed there the whole day. Ah, uh, yeah, same here. Um, that's a mistake we made. So we stayed there. We got there early. Got like three or four hours in um, for. There's a Ford GT had an announcement to make. Yes, um, it is. Unfortunately, like said car week is all just driving in traffic. Across a lot town. of sitting in traffic. Yeah, so go three miles exactly. So the Ford folks wanted us out at the track at like midday, like almost one o'clock. So we we're gonna we left a little early, around eleven thirty, to go rush to the Laguna Seca um, for that. So that's kind of across town. Just made it like barely in time. Got parked. Walked down to the track just to see them come out. Um, so the big announcement, which I was excited for, uh, I was hoping it would be racing related, but anyway, the uh, Golf livery is back on the 2019 Ford GT. Yep. It looked really cool. Yeah. It was it was cool to see, but it was, I mean, that car was everywhere the next day, so we could have easily skipped that and definitely seen it like five other places. Exactly. Just for you know, somebody from Ford to say, we have released the Heritage Edition Golf livery. Yeah, there wasn't really much. That was cool. I expected, like, I know when they, in 2006, the last time they released the Heritage Edition in the Golf paint, like, they, didn't, they weren't racing the car. They didn't right. race that last Ford GT, so, right. at least in my mind, I thought they were going to make an announcement where they were going to, like, for marketing purposes, it totally makes sense. I mean, Golf doesn't want to pay the money, but to just, like, next year at Le Mans race, race with that Heritage, with that that heritage color, yeah. Um, so I was kind of hoping they would announce something along those lines as they were announcing it, but it was literally just like, here's a package, like, yeah. like we did last time, yeah. 2006, so, um, it looked, it looks really great, like, 
looks awesome in person. They they lighten the color to match the original better. And yeah. it, I think it looks perfect. That that like lighter shade yeah, of teal. Too. Yeah. Um, they although they mentioned that there'll be number a number package on it, but they didn't have it on the one there. But right. the posters had a really terrible looking like digital. Yeah. The, the numbers on the new card just don't look that great to me. And you can all, well you can get six and nine. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So. I would, I think probably have the option, like the one that we saw, to not have the numbers on it. That's kind of what I would do. Yeah. Except for I'd get the blank white circle. I think that looked cool. Yeah, I agree. Like, just do it yourself or something. Yeah. Because if it is like the weird digital, like, futuristic nine um, that was shown on the car there, it looked pretty terrible. So yeah. I would pass on that. Especially on, like, a vintage livery like that. You want to make it look like the vintage car, but. Yeah. It didn't at all. No. Um. Trying to think of what else. Oh, I forgot we, uh, we uh, back at the uh, Quail. We did see the uh, Disco Volante. Oh yeah, that was Alfa Romeo. We, we've been we've been like gloating about that car for the last like ten years since yeah. we saw it on Top Gear, and I'd never seen one in real life, and that was just amazing to see in, in person. There's so many like little details you don't see in pictures or in video or anything. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. And even in this one, it's like a gray color, yeah. like a deep gray. With the blue, with like blue interior, blue interior. Yeah, um, not the color I would have chosen. Uh, I love the red. That looks like, amazing. That yeah. teal one that's always in pictures, like our wallpapers forever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even in the gray, it was still just that, like, one of the prettiest cars I've ever seen. There's just so many little lines and angles that you don't see in, in pictures that look just amazing in person. And interesting enough, too, I forgot the quote. They had a whole line of the Lancia rally cars. Oh yeah, which is really cool. The like Martini that, racing. The Martini yeah. racing Lancia. Um, so they had the Delta Integrale and, like, all that stuff, and I think it looked pretty sweet. Yeah, they were all really cool. Um, so that was kind of random, because it was kind of off to the side, and no one really paid attention to it, sort of. Yeah, they're all cars that I've seen in pictures and online forever, yeah. but it's cool to see those in real life, too. Um, so let's see, back to the uh, back to the track. So it was the first time ever going to Laguna Seca, at least that day, for the Ford GT event. We were just there briefly. It was amazing. Um, which is really cool to be there. Yeah. Um, they had a bunch of experience during car week and during the... So at Laguna Seca, they had the Monterey... The Rolex Monterey Motorsports Reunion. Yes. That's the long name. But I guess Motorsports Reunion is right. what people call it. And it's just a you know a bunch of old, rich, white guys, like Adam Cole always says, taking their super expensive cars out and racing against each other. Um, it was probably the best noise I've ever heard in my life, though. Yeah. Those cars just going around the track all day long. It was great. Hearing different eras of, like, race cars and just all this stuff. Um, especially, like, we saw, you know, first day we were there, we see the McLaren F1, F1 GTR. GTR doing, like, parade laps around. Yeah. Um, and that was the Mika Hakkinen or something like that? I think so. I think it was Mika Hakkinen, the Formula 1 driver, was doing laps in it. And, like, the noise, like, and the echoes of the mountains. It's and the air piercing. Yeah. It, it was stunning. And we were right by the track, too. We were in the pits watching this GTR go around the track. It was just... We were probably 30 feet from the car as yeah. it was driving by. So that was probably one of the highlights of my life, not yeah. just the, that week. Because um, I just always want to see that car, even in motion. Anytime you... I'm trying to think if I ever saw... I think I've seen one McLaren F1 even on the road driving. I don't, know, I don't know if I have. I've seen a couple parked and at shows, but I don't think I've ever seen one driving. I think I may have seen one passing in a driveway, but definitely never seen one full speed on a track no especially on the GTR yeah so that was cool uh, Got just got the general lay of the land um, that first day at the track just because we had the afternoon and we knew we were going to be back the entire day the next day so we saw like, you know we saw Jaguar checked out their booth 
Um, they have, of course, a bunch of the electric stuff. So they have the I-Pace um, that they're going to race. And they did a lap time, I think, the next yeah, day. They, they, did, they, did a lap they time. broke the EV lap record for Laguna Seca, at least. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. They took out the I-Pace and ripped it around and got the lap record for electric cars. So yeah. um, I think that was the E-Trophy. I think that's their, or their trophy race car series. So that was like, was it $550,000 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, $550,000 buy-in. So they have a race series, those that don't know, for their electric SUV, which is kind of cool. I think it happens before the Formula E race. And Jaguar's kind of planned this out really well. Like, their whole Formula E strategy, like, they were, like, the first brand that, of note, I think. Them and Nissan, maybe. So enter this new series, and it's kind of weird that when the diesel scandal happened, and Audi and all those brands um, had to leave, like, Le Mans racing and things like that. Now they're all going to Formula E next year. It's a cool, it's a cool idea. Um, which I've heard is better I still haven't been to a race because I think the only one is in New York um, oh that's what he was saying yeah. yeah the only one in the US is in New York so <laughs> haven't been to that but I've heard it's kind of a it's a better experience now than it used to be because you used to have to switch cars um, but it's still kind of weird cause it's like they literally have like a DJ playing music because you can't really hear anything during, right. the, during yeah. the races um, but anyway so I think it's a it's cool to kind of learn and improve your technology and <laughs> Jaguar has definitely done that now they have the I-Pace to kind of go with that, and I think it'll sell really well. I think it looks good. It was cool looking. Yeah, we sat in it and everything. It was really nice to sit in. The interior looked a lot like the new Range Rover, like new Land yeah. Rover interiors, which was cool. Um, so that was cool. Speaking of new uh, Land Rovers, we got to go to the other side. They had a off-road experience with the Land Rover group, so we got to be in a new disco. That was really nice. And uh, get like a tour um, of the off-road trail and kind of get take a look at that so that was kind of interesting so they have kind of an interesting experience to the track it's kind of a cool experience a bunch of families like yeah it's cool to see a bunch of kids like their little headphones on with the earplugs kind yeah. of walking around with their parents so it's so big too I never realized how big that the good to say area is but yeah it's, it's like an entire so like city much. in the mountains yeah really. so that was pretty awesome um so cut two I think we had parties that night we had two parties to go to so that's kind of the I guess the car week theme is kind of bunch of car events uh, during the day and then you kind of relax at night to a bunch of different parties or social events things yeah. like that so the first one we tried to go to was aston martin aston martin uh so aston martin had a party kind of downtown in carlo by the sea it's going over a bump road here all right uh so the first party aston martin that was supposed to be nate royce i think his name was going to perform the guy from fun uh we missed that part just because we got in um, it was a big line. We got to see there's some cars outside. They had the uh, DB11. They had the Red Bull uh, Formula One car. They had the new DBS Superleggera. Yeah, and all that stuff. They had a few things out there, but it was just kind of there wasn't a lot going on. They yeah. had like they had like I call it push pops, which was something which was nice. Yeah, um, but it was just really crowded. It was just kind of a lot of people in this little tiny area, just like kind of sitting there, standing there. Yeah, so it was kind of just like sitting and waiting around. Not a lot of room to move and a lot of stuff to, like, entertain yourself with. Yeah. So we cut out of there because uh, we wanted to go to uh, the Alfa Romeo parties. Alfa Romeo has a kind of, they take over the Folktale Winery in the mountains. And great place, great location, too. Yeah, last year we had a good time. Had some drinks with um, Adam Carolla last year. And, uh, yeah, smoked some cigars with Ralph Giles and some of the folks at Alfa Romeo. So uh, we headed out there this year. This year, different vibe. Entirely different vibe. It was kind of nice. It was less less crowded. Yep. Uh, we had a little more room to ourselves. It was cool. 
but it's not as many people this year. Uh, no Adam Corollas, no... Uh, there was Ralph Gilles. Ralph Gilles, Yeah, he was talking to some people, talking to Ed Love from Motor Trend. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Kendall. Yeah, Tommy Kendall was there, and then we talked to, surprisingly enough... Ari. Ari. <laughs> the, uh, the bachelor himself, Ari Leindijk, was there. Uh, so that was really interesting, because he kind of asked for a picture... And got one with him, and then he talked to us for like 10 minutes, 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, Just so, about Car Week, and it was his first time there, so we kind of gave him a lay of the land. Yeah. That's cool. It's really weird. He uh, apparently has my suit. One of the most random experiences. Uh, Ari Lennick was sitting there, and he's like, hey, hey, I had that suit. And they're like, no way you have the suit. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got his Zara, uh, right? Zara, right? Yeah. So, me and uh, Ari had the same blue suit, so that's something. That's interesting. Yep. Uh, it was kind of funny because he was talking about, I can't remember her name, Christina La Musa or something weird. I have to look it up. The uh, lady flop, flipper flop lady. <laughs> she was there with her new, uh, new, new boo, who looks a lot like Ari Leindijk. Yeah. It's like grayish hair. Um, so, yeah. So he's, he was talking about getting a picture with her. He also talked about, yeah, Ari was saying he's only there, literally just to, like, he flew in just to like go to the Alfa Romeo party. Yeah. And then he had to fly back to a indie race to do, like, poor Ari. He's never, like, yeah, I don't even know what to say to him. Poor Ari. Just poor Ari. He, had to fly, he wanted to do car week stuff, so we're kind of giving the breakdown of all the yeah. events that happened. He was like, oh, I, yeah, I'm flying in. I have to go back, and I do, like, VIP last in the two-seater, which will be cool. Which is cool, but, yeah. yeah I'm sure he wishes he was racing. Yeah. Uh, like, we all do. But he had to, like, win to do that, so. Sorry, Ari. Um. But the whole, the whole, like, Alpha event was really nice. Like, the food was great. Yep. The drinks were great. Uh, hand-rolled cigars. Hand-rolled cigars again, which is always a nice touch. Yep. Um, as like I said, it was kind of slower this year than it was last year, so there was a lot more room to move around. Yep. It was nice. So, yeah, it was nice. Just kind of relax. But, uh, you know, Adam Carolla is no, uh, nobody but Ari talked to you for a little bit. Um, so next morning, we, um, Switched it up a little bit because I always wanted to go to this event, and it was the Concourse Day Lemons. That was a lot of fun. Which is kind of an interesting event. It's kind of like the counterculture to everything else that's going on with like super wealthy people. It's yeah. kind of like the more radwoody, beat up cars. Um, and that's that. There's so many people, but like I wish there were more cars. There's probably like yeah, 30 cars. Or so, or so. Yeah, I'd say probably more than that. But like there was, it's a free event in the in the like in the city hall of. Monterey, so yeah. like every, it's a free event, so everybody goes there. Uh, so there was just a ton of people walking around, but the cars were really cool to look at. It was just like some people have like the best imagination for these cars. Yeah. But speaking of that, the Jaguar Gilf yeah. car. So instead of Golf, he had Gilf G I L F. That was um, the best thing. It was like a grandma theme thing, which is pretty pretty hilarious. Like, yeah. So they got his door. He had like cats slain or something. Old cats yeah. slain, and it was like the. Um, the Golden Girls. The Golden yeah. Girls pictures. It's like a bunch of hash marks. Tally marks. Tally marks on there. Um, he had like current sponsors and it was like Magneti Morelli or whatever that company that makes the terrible like electronics. AARP. Yeah. Uh, and then it had like uh, future sponsors. It was Uber and General Motors. Yeah. Kind of making jokes. Um, and then what else did he have? I'm trying to think. Of, yeah, oh, the door. Like he had the top of your kind of trope where the door has like the driver's name but it's like I think if you open the door, it said dick butt. Yeah. Or something like <laughs> that. That was great. So, um, just, like, hilarious. Like, the little Jaguar, the Leaper on the hood had a sweater on. Had a sweater on, yeah. <laughs> it was really cool. Uh, 
Um, so some of these people are just super, like, really good sense of humor. Like, yeah, with the, some of these bumper stickers. Like, like, that one guy was just in a weird suit, like, posing on the hood. Yeah. His car. Trying to be a car salesman. Yeah. Um, but then there was also, like, that old, like, random stuff. But it also went to, like, that white, what was that, a Chrysler? Which one? The, the white one? New York. With the red interior? Oh, yeah, that, I think it was the Fifth Avenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and the Chrysler, stuff that I loved. I was freaking out. That PG Cruiser, which is awesome. Yeah. That Chrysler Sebring Coupe from, like, 2003. Yeah. So, some uh, some real classics. But the Fifth Avenue was, like, it looked like it rolled off the showroom floor yesterday. Like, it was in perfect condition. Yeah. Because a lot of these old things were, like, rusted out. And, like, you could, they were pretty ratty. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so, like, I wish it was kind of more of that, too. Like, allow some of the ones that are, like, beat to heck. Yeah. Which I guess is what the lemon side of it is. But then have, like, a separate area, area for, like, just the, like, Radwood type stuff. Style stuff. Or yeah. just, like, clean cars of that era. Yeah. Um, but part of what highlighted for me is I've never seen the Pontiac Aztec with the tent. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen that either. That was so cool to see. That was there, which was kind of nice to see. Um, yeah, just something different. Like, a nice palate cleanser from all the, like, super rich stuff. Yeah. I love the exotics, but it's kind of nice to see a bunch of, like, just crap cars. But it was cool to see, like, all the exotic guys parking and coming to look at this old stuff, too. Like, yeah. It's like, it's just all cars, you know? I think right. that's the cool thing about Car Week is it's, it doesn't matter if you have a Ferrari. Like, you're gonna you're definitely going to pull over and you're going to go look yeah, at some, like... Yeah, it's just a bunch of car guys that yeah. appreciate all the cars, which is really fun. Yeah, it's like they're taking their whole families and kind of, like, even the Ferrari guys are taking their whole families kind of, look at this, you know? It's like yeah. a Volkswagen camper van. It's right. all rusted out, but they're asking the guy, like, how he did this custom stuff. And, right. Uh, it's kind of. I feel like there's two worlds. Like I feel like those exotic guys appreciate the guys that spend a lot of that work in because you just kind of buy a Ferrari and yeah, you don't do anything to it. Yeah, you don't yeah. do anything to it. You don't know how to modify it. And there's guys that the guys that spend a lot of time and effort to like keep that Jaguar running and exactly. actually like do all that customization stuff. Yeah, to it. Um, you got to appreciate that a little bit. So it's all the humor of that. Like I hope it grows. Like I hope they they probably need a bigger space. It's one where you don't have to like run across the street to get to yeah. it. And just more cars. Something to, like, expand it a little bit. Um, yeah, I think so, too. But it was a cool event. Like, all in all, it was fun. It was a nice little, like, change of scenery and a little break from, like, hoity-toity, rich whitey. Yep. But. So that was good. Um, talk a little bit now, I guess, I guess the car we're riding in. Yeah. The uh, Transportation Car Week this year. Uh, big thanks to Lexus. We have the GS300. Um, it's nice. Super comfortable. Like, it's literally like a sound studio. Like, uh, I'm assuming it's... Hopefully you can hear us because it is very quiet. Like it's it is. definitely quiet here. Um, I did a on the road review a couple episodes ago. It might have been the last episode of the hybrid GS. I think that car for the money it was like almost seventy thousand dollars, and the hybrid tech was really not updated. But I think once you get this thing, this is the newest motor. I think in this, it's the four cylinder turbo, the two liter, two hundred forty horsepower. Um, I think once you just put a normal gas engine in this thing. Like, I think it's perfect, yeah. Yeah, I think it accelerates okay. Like, just occasionally, sometimes where you're, like, in eco mode and you, like, forget and you're trying to, like, get out of your own way and it kind of terrifies you. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I met some, like, super, feels light right now and super comfortable, super smooth. Um, yeah, the perfect, perfect on gas when we're sitting in traffic yeah, the entire time. Yeah, that was great. You're in, like, mid 20s, like 25. Yeah. I think I got, like, 30 just cruising, um, on the way, on the way up here. So, um, yeah, kind of really nice car, really nice amenities. The infotainment system is kind of weird in Lexus. It's a huge screen, but there's really just like the mouse and haptic 
stuff is kind of weird still. It's interesting, yeah. But the screen is huge. It's nice. Yeah, you kind of do two layers. You can do left and right and choose which you want to see on each. Um, some amenities like the rear sunshade. It's got That's the cool. adaptive screws controls. Um, again, I think I criticized it on the last one. It's still bad here. It's good on the highway, but if you're in traffic, it's kind of rough because it just like randomly slams on the brakes. Yeah. Um, kind of bounces off the side, each, each, each white line. Yeah, yeah, the lane keep is yeah. kind of, uh, yeah, a little sketchy. But overall, really nice. It was kind of a nice contrast. I got some good pictures of the post of it. Um, Lexus is one of the sponsors of the track, so they have like an LC500 up at the top of the mountain as you're going into Laguna Seca. So we got some cool pictures of this car up there. Uh, also cool to see the uh, GSF Lexus. The yeah, pace cars that was cool to see. They had three of those doing parade laps and, and uh, were the pace cars, yeah. So, those obviously, like this one starts at like this one's around 47,000, which it's not too bad. Like, I'm thinking like Lincoln MKZ, yes, right? Yeah, right. um, that kind of competitor. If you want like something just really comfortable to like convey four door sedan, yeah, yeah. Um, but then again, you get to the GSF, which I have driven, and it is like an absolute beast, like it's completely different than this. Um, and a lot, and Every way, almost, and those things you could see them out on the track, and they were ripping. They like, were ripping. They were going. I mean, they were going fast around the tracks to where the race cars looked like they were still going fast. Yeah, like I think those guys know, especially these rich guys. Like they're only out. They, their whole year builds up to like this event, and they get thirty minutes on the track or so. So when one like Lotus or some sucker like in a Pantera, Pantera. goes off. Like they don't want to stop, so right. they don't want to keep their pace. So there's a couple guys where like, yeah, Porsche 935 is in the lead, and he doesn't want to slow down. So these GSFs are like they're hauling, yeah. just flying around the track just to keep the pace. Um, so these guys could actually like have some fun still. Yeah, ring their car out. Yeah. Um, so it's cool. Yeah, like to just see the range of Lexus. I think the styling's nice. I think we looked. Yeah, we we blended in. We were comfortable. Didn't stick out too much, but right. uh, kind of blended in with the the wealthy elites of the uh, car week. Yeah, she's no uh, she's no Ferrari, but she got us there, and she was comfy. Yeah, we look like ballers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Big ups to the Lexus. Uh, so, day two at the track. So, we just spent a few hours at the track. Day two was more going on, and that was, like, the big races. The actual, like, they qualified. Now, uh, the big folks that got in Kroll and all the other rich folks were going to take their cars out and race. Um, our day started with uh, check out the Nissan booth. So Nissan and Datsun are the primary sponsor this year of the Motorsports Reunion. Uh, and a whole kind of just car week in general. Yeah. And so that was cool that they had the big display of uh, some of their more unique cars. And it's interesting, I was talking with Matt about how, and it's kind of Adam Crowell's perfect timing. He always just liked Datsuns. And so, yeah, he's been collecting Datsuns for 20 years now. And so he had a car cast episode, and they were kind of talking about that fact that he's loved Dotson forever, and it's just kind of interesting that they've, the Paul Newman cars and some of that have started gaining value, and now, like, you know, brands like Dotson that you never would expect, and it's funny because Ari Leindyke, like, sort of made a jab, he's like, yeah, it's not like Dotson's are out there or something like that, just kind of, because he didn't know. Yeah, he didn't know, and I'm like, actually, they're the primary sponsor <laughs> yeah, of this year. Yeah. Uh, and so... Yeah, it was kind of interesting to see the Japanese cars get their get their due, and some of the like the, some of those Datsun like five tens, the two forties, like some of those old Datsun race cars were so cool looking. Um, Adam Cole had the three hundred ZX Turbo that yeah. he'd finally like upgraded and was out there. Uh, he so he sat and talked. So the first thing we saw was the car cast. It's in the Nissan tent. Nissan had a couple like really 
super rare cars that I've never seen in my life, and it's probably because they've never been here. Uh, one was the Nissan R390 GTI road car. So that was a race car back in the 90s. They brought it over here, or brought it over here. They created it as a road car. I had only driven that car or seen or heard of it from Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo, yeah. Probably like Gran Turismo 3 or 2 back in the 90s. Um, that car, the Nissan mentioned it. It was in the booth. It was blue. Got a few pictures. That car had never been outside uh, of Japan, or never been in the U.S. at least. Interesting. So it was really interesting that all, after all these years, it had finally came to the U.S. We got pictures of it, so it's kind of a unique That's thing. Cool. Like, yeah. Um, so it was nice. They also had the, which we have seen in person already, and saw it again, is the Nissan GT-R50. Maybe I haven't seen it in person. I'm nuts. I saw it at Goodwood, Fest, uh, Goodwood Hill Climb, the new, new Nissan Skyline. Oh, yeah. That thing was everywhere this weekend. Yeah. kind of cool to see. So that thing was everywhere. Uh, it looks really good in person. Got some awesome pictures of it. Um, that was going around the track a few times, which was cool to see, too. Yeah, it was cool. They had it parked, and then it was cool. All of a sudden, we, you know, one of the brakes is up, and you see the same grip around the track, and it sounded yeah. pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, excited. Hopefully, they make it. I think that was its U.S. debut as well, so that was cool. It was in the tent. Uh, and then we found all the other stuff, kind of. They had the Formula E car, which they're yeah. also big on, which I've seen. I wrote up for six percent line, I think, because uh, they did their debut with Mario Robbie, the actress. She's a Leaf fan, so they had the Leaf there. They had the new Altima. The new Altima looks good. Like they changed the front end a little bit, um, so it looks a little more less vanilla than it's looked in the past. Um, so that was nice. Um, yeah. So in the Nissan booth, they had Adam Corolla doing a car cast. I think he was quite frustrated doing that episode um, because it was noisy as heck. Yeah, there was cars going around the track the entire time. And I think we had that problem, like, I think everyone has that problem with these tracks where they plan to have, like, certain, like, like a quiet period, quiet period, and they try to do events the day before when Ford GT was doing it. Yeah. yeah. Like, the president come out, and then, of course, all you hear is these, like, indie cars ripping around. Right. Um, or whatever they were, like, Lolos and stuff, just, like, deafening so you can't hear even, like, right in front of the speaker. Yeah. Uh, what they're saying. I mean, it's a, it's, in theory, it's a cool idea to have a car cast event on at the track or, like, a world debut at the track, but at the same time, you got to realize there's cars going on on that track all day long. Yeah, so for the most part, like, we were sitting right in front of Adam Cola and the setup and the stage, and, like, we can hardly hear anything. Like, every time they'd go around the front street, uh, you pretty much just couldn't hear anything that was going on on stage, so I have no idea what that recording even sounded like, or if they're going to air it. If they're going to air it. Um, but it's a cool episode because they had, um, so they had John Morton and they had Pete Brock. So John Morton is uh, kind of a legend in the Datsun. Uh, I think he had a Datsun 510 uh, championship car that was also parked in the Nissan booth, and it was. And he still races. Like, he was out there later in the afternoon with Adam Kroll on the track racing a Datsun. Um, and the guy's like probably in his 80s, like yeah, like 70s, 80s. So, yeah. uh, I think they're talking about that. Couldn't hear it. That was right there. Um, and then Pete Brock was like a legend. He's done you know Corvette designing. You know, led the race team with John Morton on it for Dotson. Um, he was a legend. I mean, the guy was awesome too. He pulled up on an old like Dotson team motorcycle. So cool, like um, old old bike with the BRE colors and everything. Yep. So he was standing there, uh, like waiting to go into the podcast tent and just like getting autographs, taking photos of people. Yeah. Um, and then he pulled in like on the bike up to the stage and sat there and talked about um, 
just to hit the shit. What, you know, what Nissan Datsun meant to him. Yeah. And why it was so important. Uh, so hopefully cool. they'll have them on again so they can actually hear it. Yeah. can actually have a real conversation with them because those would be two interesting guys to listen to. Yep. And so, like I said, I think Adam Cole was frustrated. We saw him just, like, walking to the tent afterward. And I think he had talked to a bunch of people, but he seemed like he was kind of, like, in a, yeah. in a, in a frustrated mood. Um, so we went back out on the um, track to see, watch the cars. Um, knocked an item off on my bucket list. I'm sure Matt's bucket list, too. At least um, we hiked up to the corkscrew. Oh, yeah. It was the coolest. The hike sucked, but once you got there, it was totally worth it. Yeah, so the corkscrew frame that doesn't know Laguna Seca uh, is famous for this kind of, it looks like the track's very hilly. Yeah. Um, it's got this really intense spot. It's a really steep left to right turn. It's like an S that goes down a hill, but it's like the elevation change is like, yeah, I don't even, like four or 500 feet probably. Uh, yeah, so maybe like 60, 70. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's like probably six stories or something. Yeah. Um, but it's it looks terrifying because even when you're standing on top of that hill, like I couldn't even imagine being. I guess when you're, Adam Cole went along just said like when you're actually at the top of it, you kind of just drop down and momentum kind of drops right. you in the yeah. right racing line. But from our view, like staring at it, like it was so cool, it looked terrifying. Um, and the best part is like we, as soon as we get up there, we're like with some pre-war cars, like yeah. the 20s and 30s, and there's one with like two guys in it, and they drop down the hill and they get like super squirrely. And they almost get off in the sand. Go off in the sand a little bit. Yeah, it was pretty wild. So, um, like, so these guys are nuts because no roll cage, no nothing. It's just them and their little race suits and helmets. Like, yeah, like ancient cars, and, like disc brakes, and, like I don't even know, like a handbrake. Probably, <laughs> yeah, probably a handbrake. So I don't know. Like these guys are like wooden wheels. Yeah, just going for it. Um, and like they're inches away from just rolling this thing down this hill. Uh, it was really cool to see though. So we were up there. I'm trying to think of what other cars we saw. A couple of good series. We saw some Ferraris, some Jags. Yeah, the 190 SLs for Tool. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We saw the uh, Porsche 356. Yeah, we two of those. Um, and they were waiting around to see Adam Krola's run. So Adam Krola, the whole weekend, he's been talking about building up this 300ZX Turbo that hasn't raced since Paul Newman raced it back in like the 80s or set. Yeah, I think 80s. Um, surely 80s. So he spent all his work to get it kind of dialed in, and it, all, all he did was qualifying. I think it's really all he's really rung it out on, on the track. I think he did seven or eight laps on Friday. Qualified kind of middle of the pack, like 25th out of like an insane pack. It was like, like 52 or something like that. Yeah, it was like 50, over 50 cars, um, which is a nut like, to try to be on that track with that many cars. And they're all like Decon Monza. It was one that like, started yeah. to lead it. Pretty awesome Budweiser Econ Monza. That was really sweet. cool. Um, I don't think I'd ever seen one of those in my life either. No, neither have I. Um, so they were used with those. He's with like the, I'm trying to think of the Porsche 935. 935s, yeah. A bunch um, of old 911s. One Corvette from yeah. the 70s. Yeah. That um, thing was crazy loud. Yeah. So BMW CSLs. Yeah, a bunch um, of CSLs. Porsche 914s or two. A bunch of old Dotson 240s. Yeah. So that was kind of an interesting class to watch. Um, a lot of just crazy drivers in that class. Like, yeah, it's funny because we kept noting there was these two. They must have been friends because their cars looked sort of similar. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, Dotson two forty styles. Yeah, yeah, these Dotson two forties are just like going at it in the first few laps, and it's kind of crazy to see these guys like just go for it. You know, they're off in the dirt trying to pass each other. Yeah. And we were standing at a corner too, so it was really cool to see them like try and pass each other in a corner yeah. or overtake each other. But they were getting a little. 
little loose and sideways in that corner that we were at. Yeah. Which is fun to watch. Yeah, it's funny, because we were watching, like, the corner just before the, like, I think turn three, technically, before the uh, arch with the Michelin tire. Yeah. Um, so we're watching them, we see, like, oh, these two Dotsons are kind of going at it, and then you hear, like, oh, there's a car off in the dirt, and then, sure enough, uh, I'm like, I wonder if it was one of those two Dotsons, and then they come back around, and I think the orange one, the orange one went off, yeah. orange, there was an orange and a an yellow one, and then the orange one went off, so... And I guess they had, like, gotten into it, like, in turn four or five after we saw them and just yeah. spun off. Um, but it's just crazy, because some of these guys are out there with insanely expensive cars, you know, the Porsche 935s, and the Porsche 935 took off and passed the Decom Monza oh, yeah. to get in first. I think that had, like, a six or seven second lead at the end. No, it was flying. I mean, crazy. that thing, there was that Pantera that was, like, in last place. It got got twice. Yeah, God bless that guy, who was just, like, barely chugging along. It sounded pretty good, like, kind of yeah, yeah. echoey. yeah. Um, yeah, so the, that was cool to watch. Unfortunately, so Adam's car was doing pretty well. He was kind of making his way. He had, like, probably five cars he passed in the first, yeah. like, three or four laps. Uh, unfortunately, um, they cleaned up. I don't even know what happened because they cleaned up the dots and they crashed. And then we saw Adam kind of going around. And all of a sudden, like, they're on, like, this, only the last pace lap before they went back to green. And no Adam Grola. So... Didn't see his 300 ZX. Something must happen. They, yeah, they did two two more laps, and the car didn't come back on the track. So I imagine he pulled it in the pits. I don't think it was an accident. I think he just must have had some mechanical happen to it. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure we'll hear all about it on CarCast or Adam Cole show. But uh, it's too bad. Um, too bad they couldn't finish it. But again, it's his first time out in that car. Right. Yeah. Racing. So something's kind of you have to dial it in. But it looked good. Like. It was definitely much faster than the cars he kind of qualified with. Um, so it was just cool to see all those different classes racing all day, basically. Yeah, like I said, I would love to spend more time at the track, too. Oh, yeah. there all day, but, like, just post up in a good spot and uh, watch because they had Camaros, they had Formula 1 cars, which are awesome to see the Formula 1 cars. Yeah. They went right before the uh, Adam Cole's class, and... Yeah, those Formula One cars just sound so good. It's like the old Best like noise. Ferraris, yeah, Ferraris leaking oil, yeah, track as you do, or a little leaking gasoline. Um, so yeah, so that was cool. Um, the last party that we went to that night after the long, long day at the track, like it was just hot and we were sweaty, and you kind of hike around. So, so much walking. It's like completely different from the quail or something else. He wasn't eating caviar and just chilling all day. It was like hiking around the dirt, eating dirty nachos. Yeah, eating not track nachos. Yeah. Um, drinking warm beer. It was just all the total difference. Nice change. Yeah. Um, so we went to a BMW party. Um, it was interesting because BMW's invite all of a sudden said, hey, we changed locations at the last minute, which is never a good sign. No. Um, so we go up to this house or this location it's like one narrow, super narrow road up this hill. Uh, I don't think they obviously didn't plan on like Ubers and shuttles getting down the hill because it's not really a good way to fit two cars down it. So we sat in this line for like 35 minutes, probably. Yeah. As like everyone had to like squeeze over and had these like trucks try to go past them and these Ubers that looked like really pissed off. Yeah. The parking situation was a little rough, but it ended up being fine. We got a parking spot. Yeah. Um, the party was cool. Uh, it was a lot of fun. The house was really nice that we went to that they hosted it at. We got to uh, we had to give up our phones. Just want to talk about that. Yeah, we um, they made you sign in, give up, give them your phone. Then you go into this room that has the uh, X7, 
Yep. And the uh, E50M. M850M. Yeah, M850M. I don't know why BMW keeps doing that, but it was the 8-series convertible M. Yeah. Package. Which was cool. I mean, obviously they were going to debut it today at the Pebble at Pebble Beach. Yeah. Um, so we got to see it a day early, which was nice. That X or the X7 was super nice. I liked that thing. Yeah, I, I, that wasn't even on my radar. No. Something that was coming, so it was kind of cool to see the X7. Um, kind of looks like it looks like a navigator from some angles. It does. Yeah. It's got a good like good lines to it. Good size. Like, I had no idea that you know you didn't have a three row. Yeah, it's the first third row SUV, which is crazy. It's taken this long, but but the interior kind of Hyundai's interior has always been nice. They kind of they haven't really innovated much, yeah. So I think like Mercedes has kind of passed them up a lot, and so it was nice to see that it just looked nice. Like I did, the yeah. Quality, the door panels, the quality, the seating, everything looked really nice. So, um, so yeah, it was good to see those two. Unfortunately, we couldn't take pictures, but I'm sure they'll be out today. I haven't seen anything yet, but I'm sure they're at. Concours. Yeah, I think they're both on the or the eight eight, eight series is on the concept line, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, I'm not sure if the convertible is there yet, so we'll yeah. see. Um, wish we had a snug picture, but they took everything, even our non Apple Watch, whatever. All smart watches, all phones. You yeah. had to leave at the desk first, and then you literally had security pat you down. So it's pretty official. I with a metal detector. Yeah, didn't expect that. Um, party's interesting. Like said, it had you know they had. A, Big pool, big house out overlooking the hills. It was really foggy, which is kind of a cool vibe. Yeah. It was like just crazy fog. Um, some decent foods and pizza, some rolled cigars again. Uh-huh. They had golf. They had little putting greens like floating in the pool. You can kind of hit some wiffle balls over to. That was cool. Cool idea. Yeah. Cornhole. Yeah, cornhole. Um, it was nice and crowded. Yeah. Definitely crowded. So... Yeah, I think overall a decent event. We got to see again the A series is out there, um, and then they had the new Z4. That out. was really cool. Yeah, we've got to talk about that. Z4 is at the Quail. That car, of course, I think we'll share a platform with the Supra. Yeah, that's share. like the first Z4 in a long, long time that I, that I actually really like. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. I'm interested to see if they do the coupe because I always like the coupes. Yeah, yeah, better than the convertibles. But um, I think it looks nice, especially in that kind of matte. Yeah, I think so too. Orange or red. Color. I like that it's a little bit wider than the old Z4s. The old Z4s just seem so small to me. Yeah, this one seemed like an actual car that you could be comfortable in. Yes. Um, and so that was nice. Nice to see that. I'm interested to see how the Supra turns out. Uh-huh. Some yeah. of the photos kind of look weird to me. The Supra. Um, I guess speaking of Japanese cars, I guess we'll explain we're not at the Bell Beach Concours. Uh, we were just exhausted, and I also forgot to get the passes the day before. Um, I think in total, the last like two days, we've walked like almost seventeen or eighteen miles. So, yeah, it's exhausting. Yeah, it is. I think we got to figure out how to pace ourselves because we've gone the last couple of years. And we've done events here and there. We did the Concorso Italiano, which I kind of yeah. want to do again. I, like, do, I would like to do that again too because that's a really relaxed event. We didn't do it this year. Um, the Porsche one, I can't remember what the Porsche one's called. Red's Redsport would be really cool to go to. Um, so yeah, some of the things we're kind of figuring out in the last few years, like what to go to, what to skip. Yeah. How not to just burn yourself out. Um, yeah. Concorso, um, or yeah, Pebble Beach Concourse, to me, it's, it is really cool. I kind of wish we had gone, but it is very... It's a lot of the pre-war stuff that is really cool to see, like, once. Yeah. And then... This year they had like indie cars, like classic indie cars, which are kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, 
uh, honestly, like a lot of the newer stuff is what we're mostly interested in, and that stuff is all at the quail. Yeah, and again, the mark was Datsun this year, so the big situation at the at the concourse was Japanese, Japanese cars, cars, which they had Toyota, Toyota's too. They had yeah, uh, what are the Toyota GT? Yep. Um, I think uh, both of them were not the biggest Japanese car enthusiasts. No. Um, but like I said, I still can appreciate that stuff, and I would like to see. I like to see them get the respect for sure. And we did see a lot of that the day before at the quit. Yeah, like a lot of that stuff was there, so it wasn't like we were missing too much. Um, I would have liked to have seen the pista, forty-eight pista aperta. Yeah. Um, some maybe and the six hundred LT was there. Yeah. But um, that's all kind of stuff that pretty much yeah stuff other stuff we'd already seen. Yeah, we'll there. see that. We'll see that soon somewhere else. Yes, yeah, so I think that means, I mean, the the actual concourse is cool. I mean, if you go to like one of the brands, like because all the brands are out there again. If you invite their suite and stuff like that, you kind of hang right. out. Yeah. Um, this year, I think we just kind of burned out too quick, and it was kind of the last day, and we're going to drive home afterwards. Yeah, and, but it's I mean, it's, like we said, if you go to the Quail, it's a lot the same as as the concourse, if not better. Yeah. So we did that. We saw everything. I think we got. I think we did a lot this weekend. Yeah, we saw a ton. Like I said, if yeah. you've been following on Instagram or anything else, like we've been posted a bunch of stuff, and it was a, uh, it was a blur. Like anyone that goes, it's it's absolute chaos. Like it is. You know, we stayed in, in Monterey, and you kind of walk downtown. We walk through the area, go down to like where the uh, Sotheby's arm, arm Sotheby's yeah. auction is, and, and they had all the cars outside. They had the McLaren or Mercedes CLK GTR. Yeah, that was outside, looking really good. Um, we said that one sold for like 4.1 million. 4.1 million. Yeah. I wish we had a scene. They had the Ferrari 250 GTO, which sold for 48, 48 million. So, yeah, uh, just down the street from where we were staying. Uh, we should have walked, so I guess it was outside. Somebody saw the yeah. Ferrari outside. That's a record breaking car. Yeah. Broke to, uh, you know, most expensive car ever sold at auction for $48 million, which is absolutely insane. Like, yeah. I. I couldn't imagine spending that much money. Like it's a pretty car, but like, not my favorite 250. Not my favorite 250 either. But it was super rare. It was only like one of one of four in this body style or something like that. Yeah, and it had race history, so that's cool. But not my favorite 250 to look at. No. Uh, so, but it's just incredible. Like I said, I think it's now it's literally just like a who can spend the most money, right? Kind of thing. So. Uh, yeah, there's just so much money. It's an interesting town, too, because Monterey, like, there's just so many homeless, so it is kind of weird yeah. there, because, like, there'd be homeless yeah. all around, we are walking down, going to dinner, and then there's just, like, wires passing yeah. through a Koenigsegg. The F-50 is driving right past these people. Yeah. Um, so it's a weird environment. Yes. Overall, it, it is crazy, too, because you'll see different, like, people don't know that either, like, there, there'll be, like, a Mustang club, or, like, the guys with, like, the, the Dons, like, the lowrider yeah. crew. Camaros. Um, so it's interesting because you'll see all these different like groups. You know, it's not just the Ferrari guys; it's a lot of the Ferrari guys. But you'll see a bunch of different car clubs kind of having meets around, them. which car is week. cool. Like it's all it's car week; it's just all about cars, which I think is awesome. Yeah. So I mean, is it from everything from the Conquers and Lemons to the Quail? I mean, it's got you pretty much covered. So it's it's definitely you should be on anyone's bucket list. There's plenty of free events too, like the, the Quail. Yeah. It's over nice, but like. Like the lemons, the and just being around the town, like you probably just go to the town for sure. Downtown Monterey is uh, like that's the best best place to just go up dinner and just watch all the cars drive by. 
And there's uh, we didn't go this year, but there's exotics on Canary Row. Yeah, that's a free event. That's a free event. Uh, we didn't go. It, it is a lot of like the car fanboys that are yeah. kind of running around and freaking out to see Instagram celebrities. So, but Corso Italiano's not super expensive too, which is fun. Yeah. I mean, I think that I think that event's probably like sixty or seventy bucks, mm-hmm. um, and you get to see a lot of really cool stuff at that event. Yeah, so like that's definitely worth it if you want to come down. It looks at a bunch of people like Aston Martin, um, Alfa Romeo, the winery was free. Like a BMW event that was free. And there's an Infinity event for free. The yeah, motor all open to the public too. So I think it's kind of, if you ever want to go, even the track, I think the track, like one day tickets are like 40 bucks to get out to the track. The track is totally worth it. Um, so I think if you want to plan out and spend like, you know, I guess with a hotel or something like that, a couple hundred bucks, go have like a, yeah. like one of the best times of your life. If you're a car guy, it's totally worth it. Um, we're, we definitely plan on trying to go back every year. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially to the track. That was the highlight. Yeah. So we got to figure out how to get down on the track um, in one of those cars. So Yes. We need to be on the track within the next five years. So we're going to figure that out in Alfa Romeo or something. Yes. Um, so F- F1 GTR, maybe. Yeah. Maybe one of those. <laughs> See if we can take a loan out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was our that was our wild and crazy trip this year. It's been about an hour. I was talking about it. It's gone forever because there were so many things we saw and did. So now we just need to get home and catch up on sleep. Yeah, now to catch up on sleep and go right back to work yeah. next week. So that'd be good. But yeah, until next time, uh, that's uh, our uh, car week 2018. It's a wrap.